0: Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.
1: Westplex 107.1. That's the song that Shelly now is in love with, right?
0: I do like that song. It's it's lovely.
1: <laughs> Shelly has this term, lovely. With <laughs> and somehow... Uh when she says lovely, I'm always thinking like it's got lace on it or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh it's lovely. You know the worst thing a woman can say about a man.
0: What's that? He's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's Well it's better a nice guy's better being the pretty face girl. He's such a Great nice personality. Guy,
1: which means the woman had no interest in the guy. He's like he's like he's like a you know, he's like a loser. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He lives with his mom.
0: He's a nice guy. <laughs> Failure to launch. <laughs>
1: yeah. It is BS in the morning. But Six-
0: I mean, seriously, it's it's much ni- it's much better to be a nice guy than a great face, great personality guy. I
1: don't know, girl. I, what what great face, great personality girl? So in other words, you're yeah, saying that
0: yeah, pretty face, great personality.
1: So what is? Give me the translation to that. <laughs> well, okay. What's the translation so, of that?
0: Let's say I'm going to set you up, which I won't do because I'm not your pimp. But let's say that I was going to set you up with someone. Yeah. And you asked me, Well, what does she look like? Well she's she's a got a very pretty face and a great personality. Does
1: that means she's um obese. I, yes. How do I put this pro- <laughs> nicely? She's
0: Yes, that's exactly what that means.
1: Very much overweight. Okay. Okay. Um, God, you know, words are, words can mean all sorts of weird things. Um, they can. God, there's so much stuff, stupid stuff going on in the world now. Here we got the meat. It really sh- is, the isn't meat, it there? The meat shortage. Have you heard this now? No. Yeah, the meat shortage. Because apparently the Russian hackers have gotten into the ransomware, done the ransomware thing on some major meat processor. And, it like, this this meat processor is, like, responsible for, like, 30% of the nation's meat and they can't get their computers back up and running. You know, you know what's interesting about this.
0: So, why can't the government find out who these people
1: are? Well, they're pretty sure it's the Russians. You know, matter of fact, they're they're saying that the, that uh, President Biden has a meeting with Putin next month or this month or something like that—a face to face—and he's gonna. You know, I mean, you know, come on, he's Putin, right? He's gonna stand there and go like, "Yes, I understand. It's terrible. We we will go after these people." And then they don't do anything, you know what I mean? <laughs> because yeah, because yeah, it's because a, it's
0: a basic shove off.
1: Because he's probably getting a cut, you know, a kickback from it these guys who are is. doing it. They're probably sending him a but check. But
0: they're not a trillion dollars in debt. <laughs> right? They're probably
1: sending him a check. Go like, yeah, thanks, <laughs> yeah. thanks, Vladimir. We we We're appreciate. to have to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate the fact that you're you're you got our backs on this. You know, I mean, you're you're not going to turn us over to those nasty Americans. I mean, you know, here's the problem I have. Two problems I have. A This is what I don't like about big business when it gets to the point where they get so big that one of them hiccups and we all pay the price. You know, like, for example, I mean, we didn't necessarily pay the price with the gasoline thing. The people in the East Coast and the Southeast did, like you know, all along the Georgia, Alabama, states like that, all pretty much all up along the East Coast because this one company has the only gasoline pipeline. It's like, okay, now we've got to deal with a major meat producer. And here's what I don't necessarily get. With all these computer hacking why in the world would anybody want to go all digital currency? You know what I mean? To the point where, where you know, because the point where, like, okay.
0: Because the, people have invested so much money
1: into it. No, but the point being, why would the government be behind that? I mean, wouldn't you think the government would go like, whoa, we don't want anything to do with that digital currency. The Russians are going to steal all our money. You know, you know one day you wake up and everybody in the United States, their bank account will have, be a zero balance because the Russians took it all.
0: It's I, time to start stuffing the mattresses. Well but see
1: once again, I don't see why I I just don't maybe I'm just like old school and I go against the grain. I don't understand why and I've had people say, To me, I don't I don't have any money anymore. I me, mean, I'm going like, Okay, you don't have any like if like if somebody put a gun to your head and said, Give me a dollar, you wouldn't have a dollar on you? No, I don't have any money on me. Okay, I don't get that. I, you know and
0: Well I usually don't use cash unless I'm marketplacing. Yeah but but see
1: I don't understand that I really don't I really don't I really don't
0: So you're telling me you don't understand
1: it No I it's just one of those things where to me <laughs> if you take any of the survival courses if you if you look at what happened in New Orleans was 10 years ago with with Katrina you know the problem there was that people were trying to get like gasoline and all the computer terminals were down. You know, they they couldn't go Oh right, right. Yeah, and and so in other words, all they had was was plastic and they couldn't get anything because the internet was down, you know, the you know, the ATMs were down, stuff like that. But yet you could go to a gas station that had an emergency generator, you know, and was still pumping gasoline and you give the guy greenbacks, you know, folding cash and you get gas. And that's one of the things they, if you ever take one of these survival classes, you know, like the, the preppers, you know, who now look like the smartest people in the world, you know, who have... Are you a prepper? Well, I mean, see, I've been accused of that to a certain extent because if I had my way, like with the radio stations, we'd be totally... Now, you can't be totally self-reliant because you still have to, you know, use AT&T or, or, or whoever you use for, like, your Internet, for, like, you know um, um, you know, Verizon or our uh, charter, our spectrum, you know, I mean you still have to have that kind of stuff. But you know, as far as like power, that that's concerned, like for example, um, I we have an emergency generator at one of our studios and it's diesel. And the reason it's diesel is because people go, "Well, you should be natural gas." Well, the problem is if the grid goes down and there's no power, guess what happens to the to the to pumps at at the get natural gas station? They don't they don't they don't pump natural gas anymore, and your generator doesn't work. At least if you got diesel, you know, and diesel's to the point where, where uh, and the other thing about it, diesel doesn't go stale. If it's a gasoline generator, if you haven't used it for a couple years, it may not start because the gas gets bad. Diesel doesn't go bad, although you do have to treat it for algae. Do you know about this? No. Yeah. Diesel fuel, like a generator, there's stuff you put in it that kills algae, because sometimes if you have a generator that hasn't run for a long time, you know, like a big diesel generator, like a couple hundred gallons in it. Uh, right. It... it how it does it? Because the tanks are sealed, you get algae in the tank, and then you got to treat the the tank for algae. You've Got to get the algae out of the diesel. Isn't that weird?
0: That that is kind of weird. Normally, you
1: think of algae like you know, like the sun shining in, like you know, something like you know, like you're like like for example, Shelly's perfect example of an ecosystem is a swimming pool she's got in her backyard. That, I do. Has,
0: oh my gosh, I has, really, really do has have an ecosystem.
1: and. And then has ducks swimming around on top of it. it and, does. and it's got frogs, Tan in pools, it. pools,
0: gecko, right, the right. gecko the all other day. Sorts,
1: all sorts of crazy animals in her swimming pool. When you know,
0: there's fish in there,
1: hey, there's going to be a problem. You know what? We should not talk about this on the air anymore. Because you know what's going to happen? What? Somebody's going to figure out where you live and there's going to be like uh, you know, like EPA one of the PA
0: on my door. No,
1: no, 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 no. One of the one of the green people is going to show up at your door. You should not clean out your swimming pool because it's supporting life's, you know, different lives right now. It's got all sorts of different wildlife in your pool, and if you drain that pool, you're going to kill all those tadpoles, and you're going to kill all those frogs and stuff like that. That's terrible.
0: I know. I'm going to try to scoop them out. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, really, I really am going to try to scoop them out, and the funny thing It's not funny, really. It's kind of But um, I was talking to my lovely neighbor She, she really is lovely. And we were sitting there chatting and she goes, oh my gosh. And, and, and let me, let me preface this by saying she is, um, hearing impaired. And she made the, uh, (laughs) statement. She goes, oh my gosh, when I take the dogs out that all your frogs are so, um, she liked the sound of them. She thought it was very soothing and I'm like, if she can hear it and she's not my closest neighbor, everybody else can hear it too.
1: And Shelly looked at her with a straight face and said,
0: My neighbors never talk to me anyway because they think I don't own a bra.
1: That's what she said to her neighbor.
0: Well, just, well, I'm not even going to discuss that with you, but.
1: <laughs> I'm glad to hear that okay yes. <laughs> thank you for going off on that tangent we have to take a break at six thirty-seven. Westplex 107.1 i like that song 646 good morning it's bs in the morning i'm shelly she's brad web address for the radio station is westplex1071.com our morning radio station address is bsinthemorning.show not a.com you get that crazy dude in uh, las vegas who won't return my phone calls he still won't call oh, me back I'm sorry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um are you aware of this change that's going on in digital uh, as far as, like, digital advertising? When, like, when you go on Facebook and things like that?
0: Well, you, of course I am because that's our job.
1: No, no, no. This thing called, what they're calling it, the cookie apocalypse. You know what I'm talking about? No. Um, Google and uh, Facebook are changing the way they track you. For a long time, it was basically with cookies there's a new thing that Google is instituting. You have to call what's called the uh, IDFA, the ID for advertisers, to opt-in, the ID for advertisers, and then Facebook, and then Apple is changing the way um, that people like Facebook and advertisers track you when your usage and things like that. And now, I
0: knew that Apple was doing a change.
1: Yeah, they're making a change on that, and they're saying that, that – it's going to seriously impact Facebook because 90% of Facebook's users are mobile and uh, it's going to change totally the way people are tracked by the advertising uh, gurus, like from the digital, the digital gods, especially on Facebook. And I'm going like, man, why are they doing it then? <laughs> you know, why, are they, why are they making this change? You know, I guess, I, th- I think it starts to bother me when you have, once again, like in digital, you've got Google. And you got Amazon and you got Facebook, which pretty much control everything. You know, I mean, to the point where I have to tell you, I have a rental car app on my phone. I won't tell you uh, who who it is. It's just, you know, because I don't want to give him a plug or get him in trouble for what I'm about to say. But I recently was looking at renting a car later this year for a trip I have to make. And when I went on to the, uh, the app, it wouldn't allow me to do anything which is a change. It wouldn't allow me to do anything unless I turned on the location services, you know, the GPS, so they know where I'm at.
0: See, I don't know how I feel about that. That's one of the things that I didn't particularly like about um, those things that we were working on, the proximity.
1: Yeah, we have Beacons. Yeah, which turned out to be (laughs) somewhat of a scam, but that's a whole other story. Uh, Anyway, um, when I turned it on, I was able to go in and research about renting a car for this particular trip I have to make, okay? But then I forgot to turn it off. And I've got this little thing on my phone that tells me sometimes, it'll tell you, hey, the so-and-so app app used your location so many times. So I turned this thing on like last week, and I get this little notification, hey, the mm -hmm car rental app uh, has used your location 192 times. I'm going like, well, why in the world did they do that? See, that is so Big brotherish, And it showed a map of where I'd been for, like, like four days. I'm going, like, I don't know no. if I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with this or not. You know what I mean?
0: Matter of fact, let me just turn that location <laughs> off of my Well, phone. Well, but, you know, and
1: I think to the point where it's like, okay, I get it if you're using, like, Google Maps or something like that, because obviously it needs to have the location s- system set up to track you, but why in a world if... If I'm renting a car and I haven't rented a car, I guess because of the fact that they're looking where I go and they're going to say, hey, the next time you go to Botswana, you might rent a car from us, you know, because it's cheaper than than using a, a mule and faster like the last time you did, you know, stuff like that. But I don't know. It just gives me an uncomfortable feeling. And I'm a tech guy. You know, I'm very much for tech, but I don't know. I mean, and I think that's the whole thing. Remember we talked about this deal with digital currency that Janet Yellen was yes. talking about the fact that... It's great oh my god by the way have you ever heard her talk? who's that the Janet Yellen she's the Treasury secretary now.
0: No, oh I have not. oh my God
1: she's one of these people. She talks like this. she's like like who's the lady uh, the, the 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 senator from Maine Susan Collins hi Shelley. it's so good to talk to you this morning. I'm so glad I'm on the air with you, and we can have these wonderful conversations. You know, I mean, that's why she talks. I'm going to like, is she like a robot? You know, I mean, like, is she real? This did somebody like put a voice chip in her head or something like that? I mean, does that you know is she really being controlled by the Russians or something like that? Anyway, um,
0: you know, have you ever gotten those calls that sound like a person but they're a robot?
1: Oh yeah, the ones. Well, <laughs> you know what? I I fun with those. They, in other words, depending upon what I know you, what you do. D- depending <laughs> depending upon what you say, they they give you different responses. It's like it's like artificial intelligence. Is that those are the ones you're talking about?
0: Yes, well, I have, got one yesterday. Oh
1: yeah, and I love those. She calls. was. I'm sorry. I love those calls.
0: Yeah, I know you do. But anyway, she sounded like a real person, and then she kept on talking. She was from the NRC. What is it? The National Republican something-something. Central anyway, community. Um, yeah she, she started talking, and then I'm like, are you a real person? And, and she th- said, I'm a real person talking into a computer.
1: They have it. Yeah, I was going to say they have it programmed for that, because if you ask if you're a real person, because <laughs> you know what I do <laughs> to screw them up? I they, you know, I, I rah, 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 rah. no, I can, <laughs> I do that too. I can pick it up pretty quick. I can pick it up pretty quick that it's one of those AI calls and I'll say things like my underwear's too tight and the, and they're, they're programmed to like, you know, they'll go like, huh, what? You know, like if they don't know what you said, you go like, yeah, yeah, my underwear's too tight. I don't like it when it's tight like that. And then they'll come back and they go, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. You know, <laughs> or some response like that. And you go, you know, and I, I'll say it again. I go, isn't it bad that when your underwear is too tight, you can't really you don't have that freedom of movement and things like that and they'll go, ha ha, and then they'll hang up on you. The one I get now, for the past week, I get this call like and it's gotten to the point where the guy knows who I am. And it's some guy from and literally it's some Chinese dude. And it's Does he
0: was his name Steve or Bob and did he call you by your first name?
1: Yeah, yeah. He, he and and he calls me and what they do is they're using and God this ticks me off because I've been the victim of this before. They're using they're stealing what's the term for it? They're 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 spoofing telephone numbers. In other words, they could yes, use Yes,
0: they are. They, and it's really bothersome.
1: They could use your number. They're they're gonna yeah, put in their system, they're gonna call out on your phone number. So when you redial, you get somebody. Hey, do you just call me? No, I didn't just call you. You know <laughs> at me the other day. So the guy calls me in some prescription medicine program and stuff like that. So so You
0: are a man of a certain age.
1: <laughs> well, well but I don't have any prescription drug program. Anyway, uh, the 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 guy will start Hey Brad, this is Robert, you know, and, and it's funny because you
0: this you, woman can, knew my
1: name too. You can hear all the other people in the background. And I'll say things like I'll go like matter of fact, I was you know, you heard me do one of them. I went rah rah rah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, and, oh. Same and, the,
0: call.
1: and they'll go, What? Rah 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 You know, why, what? You know, and, and what? once again, I don't have any problem talking to telemarketers. I love talking to telemarketers, but not the obnoxious ones, not the ones that are like, you know, that like, like, for example, I registered a domain name recently. And it's got an interesting TLD, top level domain. Uh, and I don't know why this is. I probably get 10 calls a day from some company trying to build a website for me. And it's always the same thing. You answer the phone. There's nobody there. You say, hello. Hello, hello, and then all of a sudden you hear the click in, and you hear like noise, like forty people in the background. Hi, this is this is Joe. Uh, did you just recently register? Blah 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 blah. Yes, I did. Oh well, you know we can we can do we can do the web. I'd already put the website up. Oh okay. Uh, well, you know we can do we can do all sorts of things. We can do social media for me. Um, you know, sorry, not interested. And then I was like, come on, you know I and and it's gotten to the point where probably I get like 20 of those calls a day. You know? And I answer them. Isn't that terrible?
0: No, I actually you know what I've been getting most of is is spam text.
1: Yeah, that's getting to be a problem too. You know, every everything.
0: I mean, it really is. And I sit there and I block them and delete the conversation. And then they just call back on another phone number, one digit off.
1: Right, they steal the, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're spoofing the numbers. They're doing that, you know. Yes. Which, which is, and you remember that's that's an interesting thing because if they, that's how that's how they they get into people's voicemail. You know, you know what I'm talking about with this? No. They did this in England. This is how. Remember the big controversy? Rupert Murdoch actually shut down one of his newspapers because the reporters had all these. They 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 were they were getting into people's voicemail. I mean, like, you know. Like famous people, government officials, they were getting in their voicemail because what they were doing was most people don't set up the password on their voicemail. So what happens is when you pick up your phone, because the computer system, the voicemail system realizes it's coming from your number, it reads the caller ID, you don't need a password. Get what I'm saying? I think I do. Okay. So in other words, do you do you have voicemail on your phone?
0: I do, okay, yes.
1: do you have a password on your voicemail? Or can you, just, can you just dial in your voicemail and start listening to messages?
0: On my, well, I've got a password on my home phone, and I don't have a password. Do I?
1: Okay, but see. No,
0: I can just call in and start listening.
1: Okay, this is how they would steal your voicemail messages. They would call your phone number, your cell phone number, from a phone where they can spoof the number, and they would put in the caller ID as your number. So in other words, what, what happens is the voicemail system recognizes that the call's coming from you, but it's not because it's your caller ID, so you don't need a password. So what they were doing was these reporters and things like that in England were calling all these famous people. They were calling their numbers. They got their cell phone numbers, and they were spoofing the number that they were calling from as that number in other words i would like if i were going to spoof your if i were going to try to hack into your voicemail i would use a spoofed number i would take your number and put it into the caller id so when i called your number it would be your phone number get what i'm saying and that way there's no and and that way your voicemail's wide open and they would record
0: I have to dial a different phone number than than my own to get my voicemail.
1: Well but most people don't. Most people have it to the point where when you dial your phone, when you dial like my, that's the way mine is. When if I want to listen to my voicemail, I just dial my own number from my phone. And then and then but yeah, I mine but doesn't I, do that. But I have to put in a, 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 a code. I have to put in a four digit code. So that way someone would have to know what my four digit code is. But a lot of people don't do that. They just set their voicemail up so it's wide open. So people can just you know if they spoof the number they can dial and get all your and that's what happened in England and they would get on and they get in these people's voicemail and record all the messages they would go through listen to all the messages and record them and then they would put oh, them, put them on the internet or you know or, or they would they would know about things they you know they would that's how these reporters got in trouble in England because they would know about things like people go how do they know about that you know because they listen to the voicemail messages in your voicemail box that's how. You know, That's just rude. I know, crazy stuff. Hey, we got to take a break at six fifty nine. Did I let me try that You're again?
0: Such a chatty Cathy today. It's
1: six fifty. Westplex one zero seven point <laughs> one. As Shelly uh, walks, what are you doing to your microphone? You're like whacking on it or something like that.
0: No, why
1: it made all sorts of noise. Seven zero seven. Good morning. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad Web address for the radio station is westplex one zero seven one com. Our address uh, for the morning show is bsinthemorning.show. dot show. Okay. I've got to vent about something.
0: Oh, please, vent away.
1: (laughs) In the new budget, the new federal budget, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting is getting a half billion dollars, $500 million. Okay? Is that going to
0: trickle down to the little guy?
1: Well, there are no little guys in the the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Like, that's money that goes to NPR and KWMU locally here. God, that ticks me (laughs) off.
0: Yes, I know it does. It just
1: makes... it. Once again, there was a time when there was a place for public radio and public television. You know, when, like, back in the day, when you and I were kids, you had Channel 245, 9, 11, and 30, and that was it, and 9 was yes. the PBS station, and you could watch. And you
0: had Dave Sinclair.
1: Right, he was all over on, he was on two, four, five, and uh, 11, and 30, wasn't on Channel yes. 9.
0: Putting putting all the children to bed.
1: Right, and you had the, you know, you had a need for that. Now,
0: who needs that?
1: You got the internet, you can find anything. You know, I mean. Like, I don't
0: know, I still think the, it's 10 o'clock, do you know where your children are? I, th- I still think that that, sh- they should bring that back.
1: Why? Nobody cares anymore. Their kids are out stealing cars nowadays. You know, it's,
0: exactly. It's, it's
1: ten o'clock. My you know point. your kids. Yeah, my kids out stealing cars right now. And the problem with that is now. Anyway, the 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 CPB is it's it's this quasi governmental organization. It's part of the government, but it's not. It's literally a corporation. It
0: must not be quasi if we're talking half well, a billion. But they give
1: money to these like like KWMU, and once again, I'm I'm not happy with KWMU because of the fact that that. You know, once again, they have this, this, you know, everybody there makes a ton of money you know, they got tons of reporters and yet the thing that bothers me about it is if there's like something that happens and like the stuff hits the fan or as Shelly says
0: the defecation context, the rotary
1: oscillator, the guy who used to work for me, Kevin Colleen, the reporter from Camo X is there on the scene. I listen to KWMU all the time. They do no live reporting. Never will you hear a reporter I'm here at so-and-so and so-and-so, and, so and there's just been a huge explosion. It's all this weird reporting they do. Like, hey, this is the new art fair, and we've the St. Louis Art Museum has a new piece of art, and it's so beautiful. And I'm going like, okay, I'm a little bit tired of this. I mean, you know, if I want news, I don't want news uh, like arts and crafts and stuff like that. I want news what's going on. I want news that the arch fell over into the river or, or you know, stuff like that. Anyway, they get a half billion dollars. And I'm thinking to myself. Um, the and the article I read was in our trade publications. Talked about this is a huge increase over their previous budget because Trump didn't like the Corporation for Public Broadcast and he cut the budget way back. I'm thinking to myself. What to like millions? Well, like you know, like 200 million or stuff like that. You know? Oh, okay. I mean, like even even one of the one of the networks that's, that that su- supplies programming to to. Uh, KWMU one day when I'm driving around one day um, you know they're one of these programs it's like I think it's Minnesota public radio or something like that and they're talking about the uh, you know the uh, um, you know the, the PPP loans okay yeah. And they're talking about the PPP loans, and they're doing news story. And the lady comes on. She says, in full disclosure, Minnesota Public Radio got $15 million in PPP loans. I'm thinking to myself, whoa, hold on a minute. This is a public radio network that's got money from the government? That's almost as bad as Shake Shack. You know what I mean? Like, why did they get all that money from the government? You know, what, what critical... It's
0: almost m- as bad as what?
1: What critical nature do they have that, they, you know, like, it's not like a family business or something like that, that if it didn't get money, it'd go, you know, go out of business. Anyway, that's my complaint about that. Okay, thing number two this morning. Do you know who Ellie Kemper is? Does that name ring I a bell? Do not. Okay, Ellie Kemper is an actress, and believe it or not, she's from, actually, she was born in Kansas City, but she moved here when she was five years old and uh, she's been in a bunch of different shows. She's been in the, in the office and a bunch of different things. Uh, you know, got a lot of good, good credentials to her. She's been nominated for a Critics' Choice Award, Critics' Choice uh, um, uh, Television Awards, Primetime Emmy Awards, Satellite Awards, and uh, Seven Screen Actors Guild Awards, okay? So she's born in... She's
0: um, pretty accomplished then.
1: She's born in 1980, so she's 41. Do you know the big controversy now? What? It's come out that, and this has gotten to be like it's. It started over. It started last week, and it got really big over the weekend. People are boycotting the thing she's in. Like they're saying, don't watch The Office because Ellie Kemper's in it. Because in 1999, she was the Veiled Prophet Queen.
0: Oh, oh.
1: (laughs) So they're saying that, and I read this article last night, and it's. Very long article talked about, you know, these guys saying, this is a terrible organization. Matter of fact, in the Daily Beast. And let me read you the first. Uh, uh, The the headline is, yes, the office's Ellie Kemper was beauty queen of a racist ball. And she was, hold on, my stupid thing. Give me an ad. Uh, This is the headline for the Daily Beast. Yes, the uh, office's Ellie Kemper was beauty queen of a racist ball. And she was escorted by a Bush. You know, (laughs) one of the Bush families. The quote and, and she's also in this show called The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was queen of the Veil Prophet Ball as a teen in 1999. It was founded by Confederate soldier, but it ties but its ties to the KKK are tenuous at best. And here's what it says: Fans are demanding answers from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt star Ellie Kemper, who participated in a debutante ball founded by an organization that had a deep rooted history of upholding white supremacy. Um, Seen beaming in recently unearthed newspaper clippings and photos, Kemper's was crowned the 105th queen of love and beauty of the 1999 Veiled Prophet Ball in St. Louis, Missouri. The then 19-year-old wore a long white gown and elbow-length white satin gloves surrounded by men and children in ceremonial garb. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch fawned over Kemper's high school academic, philanthropic, and athletic accomplishments, noting her attendance at Princeton University. It also listed her influential family members, pointing out that her dad, David Kemper, was the chairman and chief executive at Commerce Bank and Commerce Bank Shares Incorporated. Um, She was originally born in Kansas City, where the Kemper family is from. Uh, Commerce Bank is headquartered there. And then her father was transferred here when she was five years old. And uh, when she was like, uh, that would have been like, 36 years ago, and he and they lived here in, in the St. Louis area. She went to uh, Conway School in the Ladue School District for grade school. Then she went to John Burroughs High School. And then she went off to Princeton. And now everybody's complaining, oh, my God, she's a racist because she was – That's what they – was,
0: That's what they did back in the 90s.
1: Yeah, but what? But the Veiled
0: Prophet was still alive and kicking.
1: But if you read the history of the Veiled Prophet, you remember it used to be called the VP Fair? They don't call it the VP. Yes. There's a, yes. They don't, there's a reason they don't call the VP Fair anymore. You know why that is?
0: Because it stands for Veiled Prophet.
1: Right. Because And there's this this, this story goes on all the history of the VP Fair. And it's I forgot about this. And I do remember this because we used to broadcast from those goofy fairs all the time when I was at the original KSOQ. It talks about the fact that that one year, Mayor Shamel, who was the mayor of city of St. Louis, uh, they're talking about how racist the VP Fair was. They closed the bridges from East St. Louis, which they did. They closed the bridges down because the problem they had was they had wasn't necessarily that they had people from East St. Louis coming across the bridges. They had people up on the bridges and they were doing stuff on the bridges and they t- were trying to clear the bridges off. So they closed the bridges down. And it, the article goes in about, like, how she's a terrible racist and she's a she doesn't like black people and blah, blah. I'm going like, okay, whatever. But the thing for me is, I don't know about you, I always looked at the Veiled Prophet thinking to myself, this is like baloney. You know, it's a bunch of rich people, you know, the Veiled Prophet. And they're saying that the Veiled Prophet is really a KKK person, that the person who wears the veil, that's really a KKK hood.
0: I don't agree with that well, whatsoever. I what know this. several people who were portraying the veil prophet. That's in,
1: because you throughout the years you hung out, you grew up in Clayton, Missouri, La-dee-da, right? <laughs>
0: Stop <laughs> it.
1: Shelly lived in Clayton where she, when she went to she she they had a class in Clayton School District where I think it was in middle school wasn't it, where you took that class where you were taught to like when you picked up your your teacup that you put your thumb put your and your little you, pinky finger out. P- pinky finger out and you had to have it a certain degree, like a certain angle, you know, like 38 degrees, like, you know, off of your hand and that was the proper way of holding your teacup. And that was one of the classes. Well, that is taught. true. <laughs> yeah, right. So, anyway, going back to this, do you think it's fair she's being trashed like this?
0: Because I do not. They're telling they're telling a lot of the things that occurred back in 99 A were acceptable. B, she probably had nothing to do with.
1: Well, but once again, they're saying, well, look at this. She comes from wealth. Her dad is her grandfather started you know uh, uh, commerce bank shares, and her dad ran you know the uh, Missouri Commerce Bank division and she lived in Ladue and she went to the Conway school and she went to john Burroughs she's a privileged you know white person she hung- you could
0: live in Ladue and live in a five hundred square foot house well there you know there's and still live in Ladue and go to john Burroughs and I'm not saying that that's what well, you, occurred with her but i'm just saying
1: you can live any, i'm just saying you can live anywhere and go to john burroughs you don't have to you know you, that you just you just have to have the you know the scratch to write the check every year You know right what I'm saying? right you know but but i i don't you know and i'm like i like okay leave the gal alone you know i mean apparently she's leave she's
0: Brittany alone well,
1: if you read in wikipedia if you read her story she's a hard-working gal i mean she did all these stuff clearly she, you know, she was in all these, you know, and matter of fact, it's funny, you know, talks about, you know, her first, how she got into the Screen Actors Guild. She did a TV commercial for, for uh, Kmart advertising tents, like camping tents and things like that, where she had to have, get this, a tarantula crawl across her face.
0: Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, heck, heck no if I said to you AT double hockey
1: hey no. Shelly you that's, wanna, a, you that's wanna, a hard no you want to be in a TV commercial all you got to do is lay down in this sleeping bag in this tent we're going to film it's going to be like you're out camping with your husband and this tarantula is going to crawl across your face is that okay with you Shelly <laughs>
0: mm, no I'm surprised I don't have any in my backyard but
1: are in no. your swimming pool tarantulas go in swimming pools
0: that's what I was talking about because my my swimming pool takes up almost my backyard
1: um, the smartest woman in the world says if blacks were allowed in prior to 1980. this wouldn 't be an issue, and apparently blacks were not allowed in the in the veil profit organization, but it was all rich dudes. it was all like all the all the Ledoux people you know that was the thing like the original veil Pro- see here, here's here 's my story of the veil profit fair, which I thought was really really nasty, okay we did. At the original KSLQ, I don't think we switched to KY98 yet. We did the original VP Fair, I don't know, 1984 or something like that, okay? The original fair, and that was the one that was the one that was like crazy, where everybody and their brother showed up, and that was the one where Elton John showed up. You remember that story that Elton John uh, performed, and they could not get him because they had the stage under the arch, and they couldn't get him onto the arch because everybody goes, go, oh, my God, it's Elton John. So you remember what they did? And they, they rushed the stage. No, no, no. They just couldn't get him into the stage because the place was packed.
0: Oh, got it. People
1: go like, you know, oh, it's Elton John. There was no way to get him up there. So you know what they did? You know, you remember this story?
0: They rented a helicopter and then lowered him down?
1: No. They put him in a St. Louis (laughs) police officer's uniform. They gave him a a uniform, St. Louis City Police, and they put him in a squad car and they drove him up to the stage in a police car. Lights and siren going the whole bit. And they drove him right up to the stage and he got out and took the uniform off. Did you remember this? No. You never heard that I story. I was
0: too busy having babies.
1: Okay. So, so that was the that was the crazy weird thing with the VP Fair and it was packed and we were broadcasting live there. Okay? The next year and there I, practically every radio station in town was broadcasting live. I mean, we are promoting Live Daylights out. The next year we were not allowed into the fair.
0: You were not allowed to what, please?
1: None of the radio stations were allowed into the fair because the only station that was allowed on the fairgrounds was Camo X because Bob Highland was part of the, the, the Bell Profit organization. And so they banned all the other radio stations, and we were kicked out of the fair for the next year because the only station there was Camo X. And that was one of the the, the funny J.C. Corcoran stories where J.C. Corcoran one of the guys was broadcasting from one of the riverboats downtown, and J.C. Corcoran cat crashed the live broadcast, and literally was thrown out. There, some guys—I think some cops—picked him up, literally picked him up, and threw him out the door.
0: <laughs> you know, is that where that comes? You never. Um, what did you say?
1: You never. You wanna wanna never
0: a... crash somebody else's live broadcast. Well, you don't. You just—that's just tacky, you know. But that's J.C. I mean, you know. I mean, they, you know. We
1: had that happen one time with us. We had a competitor show up at one of our stations. Matter of fact, matter of fact, one time we we're at, uh, doing a live broadcast, and Diane Jones from KLPW grabbed the microphone away from me and says, "Don't listen to this station. Listen to KLPW." I thought to myself, "Wow, that was classy." You know, <laughs> I mean she did came, she really do that? Honest to God, she cl- came up and and and, and <laughs> grabbed the microphone out of my hand and you know yelled in the microphone, "Don't listen to this station. Listen to KLPW." Okay, She You go,
0: woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't do that. Shelly did that. Okay, so. I did do that. <laughs> so, here's the question. Do you think it's fair that she's being boycotted? People are asking.
0: These, I, I really don't. These no.
1: television stations or these TV programs to be boycotted and pulled off the air because she's in them. Because they say she's a white supremacist. God, I'm so tired of white supremacists and racists. So, you know what the problem with that is? It's like anything. If you say too many times, people just, they they eyes start to glaze over. You know, it's to the point where like, okay, everybody's a racist. Everybody's a racist. Everybody white supremacist. Okay. Yeah. What else is there? You know, tell me something new. Tell me something that, you know, like... Tell b- me
0: something good. Isn't what? that a song?
1: T- Chaka Khan. Tell me something good. Ding Yep. Well,
0: that's the one.
1: Okay. So you say it's not fair to have her boycotted.
0: I, I don't think so because, you know, she... The reason I don't think so is because it was it was in the 90s and it wasn't an issue back then well what and like i said you know the powers that be probably you know she she probably had no say into what transpired except for the fact that she was the the queen no
1: she could have said no she could have said no, i don't want to do that
0: But it wasn't an issue back then.
1: Yeah, it was, because they they started this this problem. If you go back and read the history of the VP Fair, the blacks were were upset with this starting in the 70s. They were not happy with this. And quite honestly, to a certain extent, I don't blame them, you know, because it was a white organization. If you were black, you didn't get into it. That's true. It was, but... And, and, you know, once again, but, 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 but see, was
0: she part of the organization?
1: She had to be. She was the, the queen of love and beauty or whatever it was called. She was the queen. She was the veil Prophet queen. Yeah. I mean, she, you couldn't get any more to part of the organization than that. Right. She was in on okay. up to her kneecaps. Right. Well, you don't know. Uh, KKK was in the 1800s, doesn't make it right, before she looked like a poodle. She looked like a poodle. That's what the world's smartest woman said. She looked like a poodle. Okay. Uh, now, once again, that's a woman saying that about another woman. That's not a dude like me saying, well, she looks like a poodle. You know, not, I wouldn't say that. I would say she looked more like a German shepherd, but that's just me. So, that's not what you say. No, I I would never I don't say things like that. You know me well enough.
0: No, you don't. That's me. I'm sorry. I'm daddy. It's seven twenty five. Women are catty. I can't believe women women are catty. Men are just as catty.
1: No, no, women are worse. Oh
0: absolutely.
1: Women are worse. Women are worse.
0: (laughs) Well, we are. I
1: mean, there's no guide's ever gonna say, Oh my god. We
0: all have the propensity to be like that. It's whether or not we choose to be like that is the the issue.
1: There's no guy that's gonna make fun of somebody else's clothes. Unless he's a gay guy, <laughs>
0: that is not true. No,
1: it's true. I mean, if a guy showed up in like you know, I mean, I don't care what he's wearing. I'm going to, hey, dude. You know what's with that? You know where are you wearing 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 that. If the guy shows up like in a baker's, you know, you know, uniform or like he looks like he just got off the, you know, uh, you know, he was you know an airline pilot. I mean, I don't care. I don't care why you dress. It doesn't bother me. You know. I mean, I'm I'm all for you know if you want to you know walk around in pajamas. You know, it's like I. <laughs>
0: People frown on that unless you're going to Walmart.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, but you can wear anything you want at Walmart or not wear anything you want, as the (laughs) case may be. We have to take a break. It is 726. You're so chatty. Westplex 107.1, one of my favorite songs. Our City. You like that song, Shelly?
0: I do like that song. I've always liked that song.
1: 733. It's BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Web address for the radio station is westplex1071.com. Uh, Coming soon, a couple new websites we'll start promoting later this week. If you would like to get your business up and running, moving forward, you know, it's really weird because some businesses are really starting to take off. Other ones are still getting their butts kicked. Um, You know, one of those crazy things with our crazy, weird economy. Houses are still going like crazy. Um, You know, if you try to build a new house, my God, would you want to try to build a new house right now with the lumber prices? Oh, my God, it's crazy.
0: It is cray-cray.
1: Last time I saw, I remember, was it two or three weeks ago when I checked the price at two by fours, um, and, you know, eight, eight, I think eight fifty for a two by four, eight fifty, a year, really, for oh, one,
0: 2 by four, yeah,
1: a year and a half ago, you, you know, nice two by four, you know, two dollars and fifty cents, sheet of plywood, sixty bucks, three quarter inch.
0: How is that legal?
1: Well. It's just, Isn't
0: that price gouging? Well,
1: it's you know. They, Isn't
0: that illegal? No,
1: no, no. I mean, apparently not.
0: You <laughs> yeah, know, clearly
1: I, not. Well, people are people. You know, people are willing to buy it. People are willing to pay for it. It's just like the thing that scares me about the housing situation now is there are so many there. I know there are a lot of dissimilarities, but there's a lot of similarities between 2007, 2008, 2009 when the market just crashed because what was happening right before. The real estate meltdown, the price of houses kept going up, 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 up. You know? I mean they people did. were buying a house and oh, you know, it, it was it was fifty last year it was it was fifty thousand dollars cheaper than it is today. I'm gonna buy it and live it for a year and then turn around and sell it, that kind of a thing. I don't know. Okay. What do I want to talk about right now? You have any guesses?
0: You want to talk about how much fun you have on B.S. in the Morning, oh,
1: besides bringing
0: fun and laughter and things to talk about, things to think about on B.S. in the Morning. Is that what you were going to talk about, Brad?
1: I'm going to talk about an article that I saw. It was actually a letter to the editor um, from a guy from Chicago who was a biking enthusiast, not as in motorcycles, but bicyclists. And he came down and wanted to ride one of the many trails in the St. Louis area. And there's quite a few of them. Matter of fact, there's that new bridge there is on 364 that crosses over 364 between. Um, uh, they're putting in the new uh, entrance and exit ramps there at. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. You know. You know what I'm talking about right there. At St. Charles city limits. Um, what's the What's the name of that? road right there you couldn't get on and off anyway there's the bike trail there uh you know we got the Katy trail we got all sorts of trails over the st louis area anyway this guy was coming down to st louis to ride one of the trails and he was going to cr- go go across the old chain of rocks bridge up there in north county you know just south of the new bridge the 270 bridge there's the old right. chain of rocks bridge and <laughs> i didn't realize this and first off i i supposedly it's a national park. Did you know that? Did you know that bridge is now a national park?
0: I did not know that.
1: Well, that's what he claims. I mean, once again, this is a letter to the editor I'm reading. But what he's saying, the thing that spooked him was that when he got up there, there's all sorts of signs in the parking lot. There's a parking area where you can park your car and walk onto the bridge across the Mississippi. There are signs warning you not to park there because they tell you your car will get broken into. (laughs) Isn't I, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I don't go that way too too often anymore, but I'm going to drive up there. By the way, if you've been in North County recently, 270 is just a mess. They're com-
0: I actually know that it's a mess because I drove down there the other day, and um, market com- placing, and uh, they com- have Elizabeth, the exit to Elizabeth. Yeah. Completely gone. Well,
1: they're com- they're changing all the overpasses, and they're chopping this overpass down, and moving this one, and adding new ones, and the interchange at Lindbergh and two seventy is going to change again. Anyway, uh, anyway, this guy wrote in this letter to the editor how an embarrassment it was to the St. Louis area that we have a park, a national park, where the parking lot says "park at your own risk," and supposedly, from what he said, it actually tells you to go across the river and park in Illinois. That don't park in, in... And you know what the interesting part of that is? Do you know that is actually the city of St. Louis right there? Did you know that? I did. Yeah, it's the city of St. Louis actually goes north of 270. There's a little finger of a little area along Riverview that goes all the way north of 270. And um, that's the city of St. Louis, the city proper. And when you come across the uh, 270 Bridge, if you're coming from Illinois on westbound 270 when you hit the missouri state line that's the city of st louis right there to a point about a thousand feet west of uh, the riverview overpass that's all the city of St. Louis, because when I was a traffic reporter, if there were accidents on the bridge going westbound or even eastbound, the city police had to go work those accidents. And if there was an accident right there in North County in 270 or on Riverview, any place in Riverview, even north of 270, that's all city property. And the reason they did that was that's where the waterworks are. And when the city uh, set its boundaries, it took the, uh, the spot, uh, the area all along Mississippi River north of what now the 270 bridge, because that's where the pipelines would come down, far the water works for the water in the city of st louis they have one of their pumping stations up there anyway the guy wrote this article about how it was terrible it was an embarrassment the city of st louis that you had these signs telling you not to park there because your car is going to get broken into and you should actually go park across this the highway or across the river in, in illinois because it's safer over there i mean i'm thinking to myself it's is there really a sign there? Now it's the point where I want to jump in my car and go like, I'm going to go look at this myself and take pictures of this. Because if that's the case, how embarrassing is that? That would be like you driving to Washington, D.C. and go, hey, I want to go look at the the Washington Monument and there's a parking lot and the sign says, you know, caution, do not park your cars here. They could be broken into or you could be shot. Going like, okay, uh, so much for going to Washington, D.C. You know what I'm saying?
0: So my question is... Do you remember driving down the river road? The, the ri- Riverview. Riverview.
1: Oh yeah, Riverview. All the time. I stood all the time.
0: I mean, when you had the north, the more north you go, because it runs north and south, correct?
1: Yeah, it, but it turns. It changes names. It turns into is that um, I can't remember. I, I lived up there. Matter of fact, at one point in time, for a year of my life, we lived as far in North County as you could go. We lived. Uh, and, I mean, to the point where we lived not too far from the confluence of the Missouri and the Mississippi. We lived in a, on a farm for a year. It's an interesting story. My dad bought a lot from a, a, a real estate developer where my dad ultimately built the house. I lived in it for a long time. The guy's name was Coos Kuhs, K-U-H-S, and he was a rich dude. He owned a real estate company. He actually owned a Buick dealership because my parents used to buy Buicks from Coos Buick, K-U-H-S. And he had this great big farm. The, I mean, like hundreds of acres that literally was the northernmost part of North County. If you went to the edge of his farm, you went to the Missouri River. And my dad bought this lot to build. He was going to custom build his own house. My dad was a civil engineer. And something happened where our, our house got sold. Because I used to live in Jennings, of all places, right across from River Road Shopping Center. I don't even know if that, that's that gone. Probably not, too. Anyway, um, we lived on this farm for a year while we were building our house. And... Um, it was it used way the heck up in North County. Um, matter of fact, it was if you know where the the Teamsters Union place used to be up there. You know what I, I'm talking I about? I
0: forget. I do well, not, remember, not, not but the, I, not the Teamsters. The pipe put this way. I knew the but pipe I fitters. Forgotten.
1: Yeah, they, but they sold that though. They're not there anymore. They're they sold it, and that now that's the zoo. Did you know that the St. Louis Zoo bought that? Really? Yeah, the zoo owns that property up there now. And I don't know what they do with it, but they bought it You know, they bought it from the pipe fitters. Pipe fitters sold out. Matter of fact, if you're going west on 70, uh, the pipe fitters are now right there on the uh, would be the north side of 70, just west of Earth City Expressway. Uh, they bought the old ITT technical school building, and that's where their, their headquarters is now. They used to have that great big, because for a long, long time, they had a fancy place up there. That was where, if you were, like, really elite in North County, you had your wedding reception up there. That was where you had yes. wedding reception.
0: That I remember. The
1: pipe fitters hall, because that was you know that was like that was like you know, it was like the place, the pipe fitters call, hall are the place on was it on two seventy, was it was that what was a place that, that was a machinist machinist hall on two uh, on Rock Road. God, did I do a bunch of weddings there, you know? I mean,
0: and the Pink Ladies were were on Riverview.
1: The poor, the Pink Ladies.
0: They are a um, it's a Catholic organization, yeah. And what they do is they pray for you, and like Catholic people will send um, the honor of the pink ladies to somebody who is grieving or needs prayer. And these pink ladies, they they pray for them.
1: I need that. It's a thing. I need that.
0: You do.
1: <laughs> I do. I need somebody to pray for me. I need somebody.
0: Well, I will i don't even know if they're they're still there, but, I mean, it's been years, but I'll look them up.
1: Okay. Anyway, one of my things in the next couple of weeks, uh, if I had a little spare time, I would drive up to uh, the Chain of Rocks Bridge. See, I remember driving across that with my dad. It used to be a toll bridge. It to, did. Yeah, it was a toll bridge. He had, he had, he had a little book of tickets, I remember, because he went he went to work in Illinois, and he had to cross the bridge all the time. He had a little little book of tickets. He'd buy, like, I think he'd buy a month at a time, and you'd have a ticket to go back. And the thing that always that creeped me out about that bridge, it's got that turn in the middle of it. It's not straight across the bri- river. It's got, you go for, like, a quarter mile, and then it had, like, a dog leg to it, and you, you turn. And there were always, always accidents there because people wouldn't make the turn.
0: You know what bridge freaked me out? What's that was the McKinley bridge you could see through it well <laughs> hey, <laughs> I mean literally you could see what hey, was underneath the bridge there were That's times. How in bad shape it was the, and it was like that for years
1: when there was when there was only one bridge on i-70 um, going you know into into St Charles before they built the second bridge and that one bridge was both east and west you know they they, they blew it up and put a new one on a couple of years back. Um, yeah. There were times when there were holes in that that I think you could see the river through.
0: <laughs> well, that's just like the McKinley Bridge. Yeah, and nasty. that was a toll bridge.
1: Yeah, nasty, nasty. Obviously, they didn't take the money they made from the bridge and plowed back <laughs> into the maintenance.
0: <laughs> Don't take the money. Yeah,
1: okay. Okay, it's 744. Wasplex 107.1, <laughs> We Found Love. Calvin Harris, you know, there's another guy. Remember for a while, it was all uh, uh, EDM, electronic dance music. It was him and. David Guetta, and and then, and then all of a sudden they all just disappeared.
0: That's because they're busy making
1: music. <laughs> they're, but, but see, the reason we have 22 Justin Bieber songs on the radio right now is it's just like Kelly Clarkson. I read that article that talked about that over the pandemic when she wasn't touring or anything, she wrote and produced 60 songs, 60 songs. That's my girl. I'm going you know and you know and you know what people love her. Have you ever seen her show before, her TV show?
0: I have not. I don't
1: watch TV, Brad. Well, I don't either. And apparently people have fallen in love with her on TV and they say that she's Cuz she's a doll. Well, but but she's like going to be the replacement to Ellen. You know, now that everybody found out Ellen is really like the wicked witch of the west, you know, like Ellen comes off like, "Oh, I'm just so nice." You know, I'm 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 a wonderful person. And then she gets off here. Ew, you're a jerk. I don't know why I give you a job. I could fire you tomorrow. You I, I I just don't like you. If you don't if you don't, you know, toe the line, you're gone. I'm going to fire you. And then she's back on here. Hi, I'm Ellen. Yeah, I'm such a f- I'm a nice person. I'm so nice. I'm so nice. I'm I'm so so what so, such so a wonderful person. Don't you agree with me? <laughs>
0: uh, huh. So her her ratings are down.
1: Well, ever since it came out about all the crazy crap that went on behind the scenes in her show, you know, I, and I think the pandemic thing, you know, because when she, you know, I, once again, I don't watch TV, but I'll pull up stuff on YouTube because you can watch some of the stuff on YouTube. And, you know, some of the shows flourished during the pandemic when people were doing like their shows from their house and things like that. Other ones just died. Because of the fact that, you know, it required the, you know, the audience was missing and there was a vibe about the show that just didn't happen anymore. Just one of that kind of stuff. Okay, we have some corrections here. Um,
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I want to say mine. Okay, go ahead. So the smartest woman in the world, she reminded me that it wasn't the pink ladies. That was Greece. Um, it was the Pink Sisters and they're on Adelaide and 70.
1: Right, in North City. And they're not yes. in North County. They're in North City. And they're not the pink ladies. They're the pink sisters.
0: They are the pink sisters. I'm sorry.
1: And it's a group of cloistered nuns.
0: It's a group of what?
1: Cloistered nuns.
0: I don't know what that means.
1: They call it... Oh, I don't know what... They, let me see if I... Here, let me see. Uh da, 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 da. Yeah, pink sisters. Um, okay, cloistered. C-L-O-I-S-T-E-R-E-D. You, never, you ever heard that term before?
0: I have not. I, I really haven't, no. Okay,
1: hold, let me look it up. C-L-O-I-S-T.
0: That's not like frustrated, Cloister is it? Cloister
1: means to a covered walk in a covenant, monastery, college, or cathedral, typically with a wall on one side and a colonnade uh, open to a quadrangle, blah, 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 blah. If they're cloistered, means they're. Uh, cloistered means they're. I guess they just hang out. Dictionary cloistered.
0: They just hang out. Uh,
1: cloistered. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, they do more than just hang okay, out. Okay,
1: <laughs> having are enclosed by a cloister, as in a monastery, a cloistered walkway, keep kept away from the outside world, sheltered a cloister a cloistered upbringing. So, in other words, they don't ever go outside of the monastery. They're always. And
0: I heard that. Yeah, I didn't know that's what it was called, but I had heard that.
1: See all the things you learn on the show. All the things you learn on the show, golden
0: nuggets every day,
1: <laughs> right? Just like, just like, uh, can you can you hear Dr. Fauci make any more excuses about <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, as a journalist, once again, I have these two u- two useless college degrees: a bachelor's and a master's in journalism. <sighs> useless degrees, okay? Once again, when
0: do you say that because you believe that, or do you say that because you know how irritated that makes me?
1: I thoroughly believe it because journalism is dead. Journalism is well, absolute, I kind of
0: believe that, but your degrees are not worthless. They're
1: worthless because, you know, wh- wh- what jobs are going <sighs> to Okay, I don't
0: want to, uh, no. My what son, were you going to
1: say? My son's got an electrical engineering degree. He gets headhunted all the time. I mean, he works, you know, he was, when he was at Garmin in Kansas City, he would get, like he'd tell me two or three times a week, these recruiters are, hey, how would you like to go and work for our company? You know, nobody wants to hire me. Nobody ever wants to hire me. That's why I have my own business because I can't get a job anywhere. Nobody would hire me. You know, no, I'm, I'm unemployable. That's why that's why I run a company because nobody would hire me. No, but the the point being is <laughs> that when Donald Trump said that this 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 the the COVID-19 thing came out of of of, of a lab in Wuhan, China, it was the Chinese flu, everybody, oh my god, he's he's not right. And remember, if you put that on Facebook, they turn your Facebook page off. They put you in
0: Facebook jail. If you say, Yeah, they do. Right. And, and d- they, did you hear that um Uh China has released that there's a new uh gene not gene, but strain of H one N one, only it's got a different name.
1: Is this the bird flu? Is this a joke? No. No, but here let me let me finish where I'm going with this. Okay. Okay. Now it's come out that it's probably a good chance that the COVID nineteen thing did come out, some lab in China. And Absolutely. the Chinese people covered it up. And once again, you weren't allowed to say that. Like six months ago, if you would have said, you know, like when, 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 when Trump was still in office, let's say six months, puts it back in December, okay? Six months ago, if you said, well, I think that, I think that the Chinese people, you know, that, that, that virus came out of a lab, people go, oh, my God, that guy's a nut. He's crazy. Everybody knows that's not true. Read the New York Times. You know, all the newspapers are reporting that it was from a bat or some crazy thing like that. Now they're pretty much... I
0: heard that one, too.
1: Well, now they're pretty much saying that they did think it was like a virus that escaped from a lab. You know, and once again, if you said that before, oh, my God, you get in trouble. You know, the the Internet police will come down on you. You'd be considered a, a crazy nut. I still remember, you know, one of my favorite stories. I'm always about the underdog. I can't remember the guy's name. He's a doctor. And we talked about this one time before. One of my favorite stories is the doctor who discovered the real cause of ulcers. Remember for a long time, if you if you watched any of the movies from the 50s and 60s with like Doris Day and Rock Hudson, like Doris Day was like a homemaker and Rock Hudson was like an executive for a company. And remember yeah. how, how she'd always go, oh, honey, take care of your ulcers. Because if you had a high high stress job you got ulcers and they thought if you had stress that you got that how you got ulcers and it turned out this doctor for years said no that's not the case it's some kind of a bacterial infection no it's not a bacterial infection you know it was like certain foods you i can't eat that food because i have ulcers how many times does anybody you know ever say they have ulcers anymore because they they cured that because and it was this doctor for years kept saying no it's not due to stress no it's not due to spicy foods it's due to this bacteria, and nobody would listen to him. He was a quack. Everybody going, ah, guys, he's he's. Everybody's
0: a get? quack that um has a new idea. Well, but
1: but as a doctor, they, they'll go like, what? That guy get his MD from like a cereal box or something like that? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> do you get his MD like? He, he must
0: be a doctor of osteopathy. He called,
1: he called one of those one of those uh, one of those uh, online. You know, and back in the day, you could get you know the fake. Uh, you probably st- still can the fake diplomas. You you'd spend. Ex- send away X amount of money and they'd send you a diploma, you know, like Bachelor of Arts, Medical you know, medical doctor, that kind of thing. Anyway, uh th- finally somebody looked at it and go, you know what, this guy's right, and everything changed. And now we're going through the same thing. Now Dr. Fauci saying, Yeah, it could come from the lab. Yeah, there's a chance it could come. Yeah. i'm kind of like, okay. And remember, remember, remember doctor Fauci, remember, I got it. Remember you're gonna be mad when I play it. You get like, mad you always get mad when I play this one. Here's Dr. Harold, here, where, is, where is he? Oh, I can't find him. Where'd he go? There he is right here. Here's Dr. Fauci.
0: People should not be walking around with masks. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask.
1: That's from 60 Minutes TV program, January of 2020. So about 18 months ago, that was Dr. Fauci on 60 Minutes Telling people not to wear masks, and then all of a sudden, you know,
0: and, and people are you know have stopped wearing masks if they've been vaccinated. But and it's weird.
1: But not every place. I still wear my mask because I was in the post office. I know office. you
0: do. I, I I can vouch for that. I yes. was in the
1: post office last week, and the lady, the post, the the postal worker, threw a guy out for not having a mask in the post office. She called him out. She said, "Sir, you have to have a mask in here." He goes, "You do? We don't have to wear masks anymore?" No, she says, "In here, we still have to wear masks." So she kicked him out of the post office.
0: Was it you? No, was it wasn't me. <laughs> I, had my, I had my mask on. Because I'm the good doobie, and, and of course, she had uh, dressed you down. So Well, I, I've gotten both of my vaccinations. So you were going to wear that but mask. But
1: I still wear the mask, not for me, for other people, you know? I, mean, I Yes, that I may, do. That may sound I, I weird. I understand but that completely. I wear it just so, you know, and not only that, I just don't want to get in a fight with anybody, you know? I mean, I've to the point where, like, I don't want to have the mask, you know, some mask, you know, Nazi come at you. you don't have your mask on. You know, it's just like, okay, you know what, I I, I can I can think of more important fights I want to have than have, a, you know, an argument of, of me not wearing a mask, you know, to the point where it's like, like, okay, whatever, it, you know, certain you things. You need
0: a big Q on your mask.
1: <laughs> no, I don't need a big Q. Okay, we got to get out of here. It's time to go. Um,
0: hey, 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 goodbye.
1: Goodbye. What we will, you know what? I've got my uh, prospectors meeting tomorrow, so it'll be a short show. We'll only do an hour tomorrow. Is that okay?
0: Okay, considering you were, um, what's the word? Oh yeah, approved.
1: Yes, can you believe it? Is that unbelievable? I can. I got back into prospectors. We'll talk about that tomorrow. What that is about? Okay. Good organization.
0: It is a good organization, and um, I want to thank our our. Our sponsors for VS in the morning and keeping us on the air, uh, from 6 to 8 every Monday through Friday. And that would be Caleb Hunter with Salt River Automotive. That would be Angie Harness with, um, Angie Harness Consulting with, uh, Keller Williams Chesterfield. Uh, Jeff Lang with AmFam Insurance. He's my agent and he's, he's, he's lovely, Brad. And then we have, Scott Ellinger with the Brass Rail Steakhouse.
1: Okay. We will talk to you tomorrow. It's 8.02.
0: Have a great day, everybody. Peace.